0: To a new episode of the solo Female Traveler podcast today, I am very, very excited because I got the honor to met, uh, to have met online, Kali uh, Gorman. She is the founder of the Lone Travel Girl, and she's just going to tell us like everything about it because I don't think I can make justice explaining what you do because I think it's so cool.
1: <laughs> oh well, thank you so much for having me. It's been, first of all, so nice chatting with you just for a few minutes before this. And I love your enthusiasm. And I was, this is the first podcast I was asked to come on. So I'm, yeah, I'm super excited about it. So um, yes, I can give you a little intro on what the Lone Travel Girl is all about. So we create solo travel inspired apparel for women. Um, We are now a community of solo female travelers from all over the world, over 5,000 of us and just recently, I'm I'm dipping my toes into the water now with helping solo female travelers who are also solopreneurs, so who also own their own businesses, in, you know, learning how to um, increase their following on Instagram, learning how to improve their business, kind of level up. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm like testing the waters there. I'm trying to figure out, but yeah, that's a
0: little bit about the lone travel girl. That That's amazing. I was... Well, as I told you I was checking out your website and, and your Instagram it's like your content is so good and it's like I thought like I felt that you were speaking to me because I'm like I am a solo female traveler and also a solopreneur so it's like oh my god she knows me so well <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy I'm yes
1: I try to get into you know women like you I try to get into your head and say exactly what you're thinking
0: Well, you're doing a great job. That's where I was like, I want to interview her. She has to be on the podcast. (laughs) Oh,
1: thank you. And I'm pretty
0: sure this will be the first of many interviews you will have in the future. I hope so. (laughs) So, like, tell us more, like, about how did you, like, how did you solo female traveling journey star?
1: Yeah, so I, from my teenage years, I definitely felt inspired by travel. I had that travel bug. Um, The world was always just like, it was so interesting to me and so exciting to me thinking about traveling the world. But I didn't solo travel actually until I was 27 years old, which was three years ago. So it was a little later than, um, you know, most of the women I, I meet now, they did it right out of like university or whatever it is. So I had been working in New York City for about five years in a corporate marketing job. You know, two weeks of vacation, I would take advantage of it, but I would always travel with a friend somewhere or with family. And I got to that five-year mark at the job, and I was so, so incredibly unhappy that, um, you know, it's interesting. There is a woman, her name is um, Kristen Addis, and her Instagram handle now is Be My Travel Muse, I'm pretty sure. Um, and I came across an article about her in 2017. And it was her story of how she quit her high paying job in California and bought a one way ticket to Southeast Asia and had been solo traveling ever since. And I remember reading that story and just feeling like a weight being lifted from me and thinking, oh my gosh, I can get out of this situation in my job I can take a break you know I have some money saved up and I could do that too so it was almost like I never knew that solo traveling was a thing until I read her story and within four months I had left my job and I had taken a, a one-way ticket to Copenhagen and that's where I started
0: wow okay the that, that, that story is great I mean it's like you you like you, you took action. It's like, okay, I don't like, like my current situation. I read this and then like I got inspired and took action and then you went to Denmark. That's, yes. Yes. That's it was amazing.
1: A, it was a fantastic feeling doing that. It felt a little bit like I was escaping because I just really wanted out of that job. But the experience that I actually had once I was there, I ended up traveling for almost four months throughout Europe mostly and then I, I ended in um, East Asia in Hong Kong and then Japan and oh my gosh it was just the most amazing thing yeah which I'll I'll tell you I'm sure later um, about that experience just really changed my life sounds corny but it's true
0: it has yes. happened for all of us I guess like yeah. we become obsessed with it after we do our first solo trial we're like yeah I can do this and that, like, I am invincible, I am, like, I mean, it's so empowering, I guess. Yes, yes. That's, okay. Yeah, it and so, um, so I just, I just wanted to ask you this because I saw a post uh, on your Instagram about it, and I want to you to share your opinion, that is, like, what do you think is important that we talk about solo female travel?
1: Yes that's a great question. So and I know which post you're talking about and what I was trying to explain in that post was you know sometimes truthfully I get I have received messages from men you know solo travelers who are men saying oh why you know why are you only talking about females and I actually recently was sharing a I was in a hostel room with this guy and I told him about the lone travel girl and he said oh, so you only, it's only for women, it's not for men. So I thought, okay, let me explain myself a little bit. Um, You know, one of the things I, as I started growing this community over the year and I started hearing stories from women from all over the world, why they started solo traveling, so many of their stories sounded the same. And it was something along the lines of, I was always told that I had to work a nine to five job. I had to make money and then I had to get married And then I should really have kids, and you know, I should stay home with the kids, or you know, have kids, and I should work my nine to five job still. And like women are so often, just we're we're always being told like this is what you should be doing. And so with solo travel, I just have found that, and we and you and I were just talking a little bit about this before we started the recording that um, we are kind of the only people in our circles, our family and friends who do solo travel, it's kind of like we've taken a step out of this box that society tries to, you know, box us into a little bit. And that was really one of the big reasons why I wanted to focus on solo female travelers. um, Because I just have seen this confidence boost within women after they solo travel where they'll tell me, you know, I took that first solo trip and I realized, you know, I I didn't I didn't want to marry that guy or <laughs> I didn't really want to have kids. I I or I I want to start my own business and I know I don't want to just stay in my job and I it just to me was always a story that women were talking about and you know, obviously I am one, so I feel a little, <laughs> a little bit more connected all also just like talking to female travelers, but that's really the big reason why we talk about solo female travel. Also, I will add something else. We talk a lot about safety and solo traveling, um, which you know, which sucks. It's it. The yeah. truth is that as a woman out there traveling the world, you are more in danger than your male counterparts who are traveling too. Yeah. And so, um, that's that's another reason why I felt very passionate about just talking about women in the context of solo traveling
0: that's so true it's like yeah we still have some disadvantages when it comes to traveling and safety and i i get that that uh, i get asked a lot like hey like what how do you just stay safe and it's like I mean, it's not impossible, but yeah, you need no. to, you know, fo- follow certain guidelines and like, yeah, like being yeah. alone at night, for example, walking at night, like it's a big no. And like,
1: Yeah. And no, I, I agree with you. It's definitely like I don't use it as a tactic or anything. I, I, I really have never felt unsafe traveling alone anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very lucky. I didn't have any, I don't have any horror stories or anything like that. Yeah. It, a, a part of it is like, the education piece where I want to make sure that women who haven't solo traveled, that I can say, okay, well, here are the things that you might not have thought of that just keep in mind because it'll give you peace of mind or, Hey, here's what you can tell your best friends or your parents or, you know, whoever it is for their peace of mind. And the safety thing, I think is just kind of also wrapped up in community where um, it's nice talking with other female travelers about it because it's just like, okay, we're all in this together we all get it
0: <laughs> I know yeah so like talking about a community you you created this community of over 5,000 other uh, female travelers that is called the the solo travel corner so how do you co- like how do you come up with that idea that okay I want this community and then you actually did it and like you're connecting people because that's not easy to do like you're like yeah I yeah. can have an idea I mean, sometimes it's even hard to get five people together to come to your birthday. And then you like, created this community over that thousand so, people. So true.
1: Well, okay, first of all, so I've, I've only, I have over 5,000 people with me on Instagram. I do not have that many people in Solar Travel Corner. And, and I, didn't, oh. I didn't explain this too explicitly with you yet. So I only very recently launched um, this private virtual Meetup community um, called Solo Travel Corner. And the reason for that is because, in a lot of my conversations with women on Instagram, because Instagram is great and I call it a community, it's not really a community, right? Because it's not like women don't, you know, unless it's in the, the comment section of a post of mine, it's not like they really have an opportunity to get to know one another. And I thought, you know, I thought it was important to make a space where that could happen. Um, and I am a part of many Facebook groups that are fantastic and and it's great hearing other people's stories, but like conversations like this, like this is what I want to do, right? This is where you make the connections. You and I now from this point moving on, like we'll always have each other's back. Well, you know what I mean? So, so this kind of um, like virtual setting was really important and the premise of solo travel corner is it's a virtual meetup community. So we have a ton of different meetups that happen every month, but to name a few, like we have some that are educational in nature. So um, recently we had a woman come on and she did a workshop on how to best uh, edit your, your travel photos. Um, we've had some on how to travel sustainably. And then we also just have two discussions every week that are open forum where you're in a zoom call like this. I bring a travel topic or question to the table and we just chat. And so it's, it's to get more intimately connected with other solo female travelers because most of us don't have other, you know, friends who you can just call up and have a phone call like this, you know? about travel so that's yeah. why I started the group um, we only have 30 members right now <laughs> but we just started it's good and and it, do you know what it's really it's just so fun meeting mm-hmm. different people from because it's women from all over the world we just had our first member join from South Korea and I was like oh my gosh this is so exciting that's amazing um, yeah yeah so so I I hope to I, I'm not sure what it will look like a year from now, because I'm trying to figure out like, how do I best serve these women? Um, mm-hmm. We do have a, a solo travel book club in there as well. Um, oh, okay. So a, a lot of fun stuff, but, but since launched, um, yeah, still testing a lot of different types of of meetups and figuring out what works best. But yeah, that's a little bit about solo travel corner. That's.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. No, seriously, you. you're doing great things for our community. And, and I, I, as I was telling you before, this, sometimes it's hard to, you know, find people that you share your common interests interest with and, like, you know, that you understand each other's, um, I forgot the word in English difficulties yeah <laughs> yeah, like, your, yeah your struggles your, your struggles yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because as I was uh, as I was telling uh, Kali at the beginning it's like for example in my family I am the black sheep because it's like I am the only one that travels alone I'm almost 30 I haven't married and I haven't gone through university so it's like you know when, <laughs> when you get to meet you know other people that you know kind of like have the same interest and it's like and wants the same for the future, and maybe have the similar experience. Maybe they haven't gone through university either, or they want just to feel that empowerment from solo travel. It's like, oh my god, such a relief. Yeah. Um, so that's a, I mean, that you're already doing a great service to our community. To thank you, thank you so much. And then, like, I just, I, I just need to ask, like, when you were saying, like, at the beginning, like, oh well, maybe we can talk about uh, uh, later in the interview about those feelings you had when you were when you were having your first solo trip that you were like what do you think that were, was like a before and after in Kali's life um, yeah because of that trip so I before we press play on
1: the record I told you that solo travel is really what led me ultimately to solopreneurship and Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that was happening on my trip so some of the things I went through first of all I just I mean I am a pretty anxious person by nature but especially in this in that um, previous job that I was in I didn't sleep at night I dreaded every day it was just one of those classic stories of just hating (laughs) your job Um, and being on the trip suddenly I was sleeping okay and you know in these rooms with 30 other people in bunk beds right um, and I just like I said I there was just this weight that had been lifted and I didn't go through as much of a transformation where it was like I didn't think I could solo travel and then I did it I always had that confidence like I never questioned that I would be able to do that but what it really made me think about was like Okay, I'm so much happier obviously I wasn't working. So I knew I needed a job. It wasn't like I could just coast through life and travel yeah. for the rest of my life without a job, right? But I still thought a lot about how I was sleeping okay, you know, not on this job and it was just so nice being in control of every single decision that I made on that trip that like the more I thought about it over the year after I returned, I was eventually like, "Oh my gosh, I, I just really like relying on myself and not having to work on someone else's schedule. I don't want to be told, you know, here here are your vacation weeks, but also like here's the idea you have to work for. I'm I'm definitely not one of those people who is like a born entrepreneur where I was you know, doing my lemonade stand at six years old and like just all these stories that you hear sometimes from these women who build their own businesses. That was (laughs) not me. So, so it took me a long time to realize like the, almost like the freedom that I had when I was solo traveling, I needed to implement that freedom in my personal life. And, um, also take that because I just loved, I love talking about my solo travels and everything, because all I could ever think about was travel. I knew that that was the industry that I had to be in. And so it kind of all just came together. And it definitely came together long after that solo trip. But that is what laid the foundation, for sure, for, you know, obviously,
0: the lone travel girl now. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I mean, those were some like, Really cool realizations in that trip. I mean, I guess like just yeah. like yeah, that sense of empowerment and it, I like in yeah, not following anyone else's rules or like just yeah. doing what what you want when you want it and like don't not having to give any explanations to anyone and right yeah and
1: and that's why and obviously you know that's not everyone's experience right yeah like, of course you know some people they like you know, they were really nervous. They've never done anything independently before and they went and did it and realized they could do all these other things in life. Um, That's why it's still very important to me that while I am kind of focusing now on solo female travelers who also own their own businesses, it's, it's really important to me to keep that other part of the lone travel girl where it's just like, in celebration of all types of solo female travelers and their stories, because I know that isn't everyone's story, right? It's not like every woman goes and then is like, oh, I'm going to start my own business. (laughs) So, um, that was, that was my experience, but there are lots of other, um, special stories and experiences as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, we're like almost like running out of time and I want to ask I know I um I didn't tell you about this question before but I just oh no uh, <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like what do you think are like three advices that you can give to women that are like you know trying to you know I want to be solopreneurs or like want to start that journey or um yeah So who want to start their own
1: business journey or who want to solo travel? Their business journey. Their business journey. So I would say if you want to start and you have an idea, number one is just start. It, It took me a long time to realize that like no one starts when they're ready it sounds so cliche and i almost hate saying that and i wish there was a better way to say it but it is so true everything that i've done whether it was you know putting out some new apparel designs that ended up totally doing horribly like you just have to take the first step and just do it which i'm sure i mean you know by starting a podcast right it's not an easy yeah. thing you just have to do it you do it messy and that's the only, it's how everyone starts. So that's number one, just, just do it. Um, I would say number two is you have to really just be committed to showing up consistently. It's really easy to like have that kind of imposter syndrome. I have it every single day where you're just like, what am I talking about? (laughs) I'm not an expert. What are these people?" think of me on social media or this email is stupid, Um, but it's not, like that's just your mind telling you that. And I would just say like, just show up consistently and and commit to that um, is number two. And then number three, and this is also something that's very new to me is um, if you're not like this already, put in time to teach yourself and, and really learn how to meditate, how to visualize the future and how yeah. to like effectively set goals. I think one of my biggest struggles in the beginning, and it's always hard in the beginning, right? Like so much has changed for me just in one year. Um, it's really hard to figure out like what the future looks like. But yeah. if you can put pen to paper and write your goals, and meditate on them in the morning and I'm not a great meditator like I'm not good at it at all but I will force myself to sit in silence every morning and to visualize the future and those goals coming to fruition and it has helped me immensely so those are my three things
0: <laughs> those were amazing I mean and like and it's all related to travel as well it's like for example if you want to travel and if you haven't yet it's like you need just you know to take the decision and then do it, like buy the plane ticket. I mean, be consistent. You yes. need to show up at the airport. You know. Yeah, that and, is so, that is so true. It's like you just you just gotta press purchase. Okay, I'm going. And then yeah, and then also um, I, I I I meditate. I, I meditate every day, and also I, I I'm using the visualizations and uh, goal settings yes. and writing down. So it's like that. I mean, th- that is great because it's like you need to get your mindset right before starting anything. Oh my and, gosh, yes. Yeah. It's, and even traveling, it's like sometimes, um, especially right now that we cannot really travel, I believe it's so important to, you know, be, visualize what, what you want, like when you travel, what, where you want to be, maybe, you know, set the intention for that travel, like, oh, I want to discover this and that about myself. Um, yeah. So I feel that's what I ask about business because it's like I I kind of see like how everything is related and how we are solo female travelers become solopreneurs. <laughs> it
1: is, it is. I'm so glad you're on board with the solo female traveler solopreneur
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so happy. No, 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 yeah. I mean, about the imposter syndrome. Like, actually, this morning I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to interview this really cool girl. I don't know. Like, is it going to be good? Like, I don't know. Like, oh my gosh, don't feel worthy of this interview."
1: (laughs) And from my perspective, I'm looking at you, thinking like, "Oh my gosh, look at her. She started her own podcast. That seems like the so stressful to me, and I wouldn't be able to do that. And I have the honor of like speaking on this. So we're all thinking the same thing about." other people and the other thing too that I see everywhere now all over Instagram and lots of different like mindset um, posts and everything like that and it's so true though it's never compare your journey to someone else's in I would say in business but also in travel too because you know how with on social media you can really make your travels look like a walk in the park and just like the most amazing thing ever and that's not yeah. always the case. But the same thing with business, like we're all starting from different places. We all have different skills and yeah, just, it's not good to play the comparison game. It, it, it will never, it will never help you.
0: Yeah. You don't really know what someone is going through. I mean, even though on the outside or like on Instagram might look great, but then it's like, you know, for it i mean on instagram it's like you can't really tell it's like there are so many ways you can edit a picture you know and make it look great yeah so, exactly yep. so yeah well Kali, thank you so much like this was amazing and i know like what as i said what you're doing out there for our community is it, it's really cool and thank you so much for being here
1: thank you thank you so much for having me on this is awesome my first podcast i'm so excited thank yay. you yay <laughs>